It's my podcast. Change, change, change. Of course we're talking about change. Of course. Why not? So, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Here's my podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is Andre Anderson. I am the founder of BSTL as well as your host. Uh, so glad uh, that you're tuning in. Uh, please do me a favor since this is my first uh, podcast. I want to go ahead and ask you to follow and like uh, this podcast. I also uh, want to direct you to my website, bstl.ca. Uh, I'm hoping that you'll check me out there as the season goes along. I hope to add some content there and just kind of share with you uh, what it is that I'm doing. Also, I mean, if you really like this podcast, please share it, share it broadly with your friends, your family. I believe that this thing is going to be really, really good and it's going to help some leaders and some organizations that would like to move forward and shift forward. I think this is the space where we can grow together. So again, that's bstl.ca and I'd love to have you there and love to have you all just joining me on this journey. So anyways, this is my first podcast, so I know I'm going to make a few mistakes, but as we go along, I think it's going to grow and it's going to get better and better. So of course, the question, or at least the first question that um, most people might be wondering is, why are you doing this podcast and where uh, does BSTL come from? So let's start off with where BSTL comes from. So throughout the years, uh, pre-pastoring, also working in the financial sector. I've always had this deep uh, desire to help people who want to lead. Uh, I come from a background or at least a family uh, where we have strong leaders on my mother's side and on my father's side. So the reality is um, now that I lead as a pastor, it's almost like I had no choice but to do something in the area of leadership. So what happens is, is that throughout the years, I've always been thinking about how could I do something to make a difference? And of course, one of my favorite words um, that you'll hear me use often, not just in this podcast, but uh, throughout the series or the seasons and episodes is change. Um, A lot of people don't like change, uh, but I do believe that change is important. As a matter of fact, I would even go as far as to say that if you are not constantly thinking about change as a leader, then sooner or later you are going to become obsolete. So the thing that thrusts me forward um, is this. I'm sitting in a organizational meeting uh, where there's some leadership transitioning happening and some uh, succession planning that's, uh, you know, part of the conversation. And I'm sitting there um, for the first time uh, in that kind of capacity. And so I'm sitting near to the, the, the back of the room and I'm just watching how everything kind of plays out. You know, we have to elect new leaders and uh, bring new leaders in the space and reelect, whatever. I mean, there's a whole process uh, for this thing. So as I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this conversation, I'm like, there has to be a better way. Now, Let me also say this, uh, because I do know a lot of people and a lot of people do know my voice. Um, By no um, 
stretch of the imagination am I trying to knock anything. I'm just saying what my experience was. So out of this meeting that I go to and I sit there and I watch and I observe, I make up in my mind in that moment that rather than complaining, I wanted to go ahead and make a difference. So within the next, what, 11 or 12 months, I enroll in a program uh, that is going to focus on uh, organizational leadership. And then I just go on this journey of buying and reading as much things as I can. And no, I don't always remember where I get stuff from in terms of authors. But if I quote stuff here um, on this podcast, I am going to uh, give uh, those authors uh, their credit Uh, where they have extended and advanced my own personal uh, knowledge base. So anyways, I'm in this program now, and as I'm sitting there listening to other leaders from around the world, I'm like, I think that I want to help build something that's going to last. So really, um, prayerfully, and I am a Christian, by the way, and I I make no apology for that. Uh, Prayerfully, I'm like, Lord, I need to get a company going. I need to get a name um, for my uh, business because this is going to be a business, right? Like it's not just going to be something that I do in my part-time or pastime, but I want to build something, build a brand, uh, you know, around leadership and, and help people to really grow. So anyways, I'm like, Lord, I need a title or a, you know, a, a name for my business. And it just comes to me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to name this thing BSTL, okay? Now, I didn't think about it in terms of BSTL. The way that the uh, information comes to me, it's like BSTL is building something that lasts. So anyways, a friend of mine has an accountant who registers businesses and stuff like that. And I call him up and I'm like, look, I've got a name for business. Uh, This is what I would like to do. Um, The acronym will be BSTL, um, but it stands for building something that lasts. So I just say it out loud. And he sits there for about a minute or two, and I can hear him mumbling over this because really his, his job um, as an accountant and one who registers businesses, he's like, okay, you know, so he begins to mumble. And then he says, this is an incredible name. Okay. And then after that, he says, you got to leave this with me because I got to do a name search on this thing throughout Canada to see if anybody else has the name. And then he says, he'll get back to me. So about two or three days later, he's like, I've got good news for you. I've um, done the name search, but somebody else has the actual title. So for anybody that wants to register a business, look, you, you do have to do a name search. You can't just say that's going to be my name because it came to me. However, it comes to you. You got to do a name search. So anyways, comes back to me and he's like, the name is taken, but the person that has the name, um, they haven't used it. It's so it's gone dormant. So I got to do a few more things to um, clear it and see whether or not we can have it. And then I'll get back to you. So anyways, to make a long story short, about three more days after that, he comes back to me and says, the name is yours, right? So now I've got this BSTL incorporated thing and it stands for BSTL. 
So now after I get this thing, I'm so overjoyed and I'm like, okay, where do I go next from here? So I reach out to another friend of mine and um, they do some branding of content and whatever. And so I begin on this journey. And of course, none of this is free. Let me just say this to somebody that has a desire to start a company. You are going to have to put some money behind you. So I did have to pay the accountant, had to register everything. And then when I get to the branding piece, I'm sitting down and I'm working with this young lady and she's helping to bring my idea ideas and my concepts together. And then ultimately we create this logo with me sitting in the chair because I'm always having conversations with people and anybody that knows anything about like pastoral ministry, um, you know that you're constantly talking to and with people. So I've now got this company and I've now got this logo. And then it's almost like immediately the phone calls begin to come in. And um, part of what I really do well and part of where my emphasis is, is in this idea around strategic planning. And I think that strategic planning is important um, because unless you have a strategy, you may have an idea, but your process may be a little bit skewed. So before I get into that, because we may not get all the way into that in this uh, first episode, I want to then also tell you that after I do this um, BSTL thing and I got my logo going, I'm like, how am I going to create this um, process to help leaders uh, to create um, their own uh, strategic plan, their visioning, their missioning, whatever. So again, prayerfully, I go back and I'm like, Lord, I need something. I really do need something. So I'm bouncing the idea off, uh, you know, a couple of friends that are also in, into leadership stuff. And, you know, this is where we come up with our four concepts. And this is important, right? And again, this is just episode number one. So we're not going to be able to deal with every single thing. But I do want to say this. If you are going to be a leader, you do have to have a thing or a process that drives what you do and how you do it. Like you can't just wake up one day and say, well, I'm going to do it this way. And then the next time I'm going to do it another way. Now, I'm not also saying that you have to, to do it the same way every time, but I think that process is absolutely important and um, necessary if you're going to help other leaders create a way that will allow them to lead in whatever their capacity is. So then I come up with this thing, um, these uh, four C's, concept, create, collaborate, and complete. And really, that's the model that I've been using. And of course, for those of you that would like for me to come out and share uh, what this model looks like, and I've been using it now unknowingly. I've just put some letters to it, but I've been using this thing uh, for my entire life, right? So the idea is, is that once you have an idea, of what you want to do and how you want to do it, you've really got to sit down and conceptualize what this thing is going to look like before you begin to create uh, your method or your direction forward. And of course, collaboration just means that, look, I don't believe in hiding an idea that you think is an excellent idea. I think that it's important that once you do have an idea, you've got to collaborate with other people, whether they are in your discipline or not, to see whether or not there's some blind spots um, or some areas that you may need to, you know, touch on and then finally complete, right? So once you've gone from concept to creating to collaborating, you've got to at some point say, okay, look, 
I love what I'm doing. And because I love what I'm doing, what I'm going to do from here then is I'm going to put it out there and put it to the test. Because at some point, you've got to go from being fearful and nervous and afraid to putting your idea, your business out there and seeing what happens there. So now let me just backtrack a little bit now that I've given you uh, these four C's. I also need to say this um, out loud. And this is probably for leaders that are going to tag on and be a part of this conversation as we go through uh, these seasons and these episodes. Don't be afraid to add a new voice because your voice is the voice that will create the change. So one of the things that I've discovered about myself um, on this journey is when you begin to enter in uh, to different spaces and different rooms, I don't believe that um, you're, you're supposed to conform and kind of consolidate yourself in that space. No, what I actually believe is that as you are changing and growing, which is why you have this passion to do something different, maybe that's never been done before, the change happens first of all with you before you bring the change to those that don't know how they would like to change. So in other words, one of the things I've heard for most of my life, especially when I uh, first became um, a pastor, I used to give people some of my ideas. And, you know, in hindsight, I probably should have held off, but I didn't know better. And I would say, you know, I want to try this and I want to try that and I want to try the other. And here's what um, people used to say. They used to be like, oh, Andre, you are such a dreamer. Uh, You have really good um, ideas, great ideas, but you're not going to be able to implement um, because uh, the culture is as such that people are not going to embrace what you're doing. And so here's the thing. As a result of that, I have taken longer uh, to to throw my hat into the room um, for fear of failure because most people are unable to tackle the culture. And here's the reality. Um, I'm no longer... Um, a slave to that idea. Uh, When I think about scripture, I often reflect on some of the major characters that are in there. And one of the things that a lot of them have in common is that they're, they're a little bit different. Um, They don't sound the same. They may have a similar messaging, but how they implement the change is completely different depending on what the scenario calls for. And so really in this first um, episode, I want to just make sure that you're clear that there is no other way to make a difference unless you yourself bring the change. And will you meet um, opposition in the change? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I actually like um, when people disagree with me and the opposition comes. Because sometimes when you're building something that you think is going to last, uh, you need to hear how other people hear your ideas. And when you begin to hear the pushback or you can see some of the facial expressions uh, that are an indicator that, you know what, I'm not really with you on this thing. That also creates some opportunities for you now to say, okay, well, why don't you like this idea? I mean, I've been thinking about it. I've been putting it together. I've been putting it um, from pen to paper. What's the problem? And when they begin to disagree with you on this change that you hope to implement, it also allows for you to create some of the nuances that will push things through. 
So the reality is, if you're going to build something that lasts, you have to be open, first of all, to create the change, but you also have to be open to allowing people to critique you. And let me just say this, you don't always need to have constructive criticism. I mean, that is, in an idealistic world, a great thing to see happen. Um, But the reality is, if people don't give you constructive or kind criticism, it doesn't mean that it's not good criticism just because you don't like the way that it's packaged. So I, I don't just speak to individuals that I know that are for me. I speak to people that I believe might be against me. Uh, and even sometimes I'll throw stuff out in a space where I know that people flat out don't like me because at the end of the day, the change that we would like to see happen, it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, the, the, at the mere fact that you're in the room with the change, uh, it means that the change is already beginning to happen. It's just you're now in the room to kind of push it forward. And so here, as we kind of wind down on this first podcast, what I want to say is, is that you have to enter the room in order to create the change. You, you just have to. Uh, there's no other way around this. If you're going to build something that lasts, you got to take some hits. you got to take some punches. But I promise you, after a while, if what you are trying to bring to the table is going to be good enough and it's going to help somebody along, there will be somebody that is going to reach out to you and say, hey, how can I do this thing better? You know, um, complete transparency. I'm nervous about this podcast thing. I've never done this before. I talk, uh, I've spoken to in front of literally thousands of people throughout my lifetime. I, I have no issue picking up a microphone and talking and sharing and preaching and teaching, but this is a new journey that I've never been on. So I'm kind of getting out of my boat, so to speak, my comfort zone, and I'm putting it here because I want to help leaders who want to create change that are not afraid to bust through culture and status quo for the sake of making a difference. So here's the thing. Um, When you listen to this, I hope that you're going to like it. I hope you're going to subscribe to it, and I hope you're going to share it. But then also, I'm hoping that you will email me at bstlinc21 at gmail.com. Uh, So that if you want to talk with me that way or share some ideas or maybe you just disagree or you'd like to like add some content or there are some things that you'd like me to speak to specifically throughout this series, I'd love it if you would just email me there because I am certain that on this journey, I'm going to grow through this process and I know that you're going to grow through this process. So again, I am not just the founder of BSTL, I am also going to be your host and Throughout this uh, season of uh, episodes and so on and so forth, I am going to invite other leaders on from time to time to hear how they have navigated and what they have done to create change in their own environment. Uh, I think this is still also going to be a good place, not just for leadership conversations, but for mentorship. One of the things that I wish I would have gotten more as a younger man is individuals who could walk me through the process of creating change. Not just saying yes or no, but showing me the how. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the how as we go through this process. And of course, the relationship piece is huge. 
If you're going to create change, while you may start at times on your own, you are going to have to do it in relationship and in tandem with other people. Have a good day. Again, Andre Anderson, bstl.ca. Go to my website. Check it out. Uh, Like it. Share it. Subscribe to it. Send your emails so that I can know exactly how I'm doing. This is episode one, but we're going to keep this thing going. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hey, and thanks for tuning in because this is BSTL. (laughs) Take care.